Hey, it's Buck here today with my good friend and vice president of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group, Stacy Ellis. Stacy, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, Buck. So how are things at Jim Ellis Automotive these days? Things are good. I mean, of course, we're still adjusting to the loss of my dad, who was running the business, and my grandparents, who founded the company, but we're finding our way. Stacy, I can't imagine that, that kind of loss in such a short period of time, let alone the impact on the business. Fortunately, we surrounded ourselves with a great team, so that really helps us a lot. Now, any truth to the rumors about Jim Ellis being sold? <laughs> we have no plans to sell the business. If anything, we're looking to grow. In addition to some new facilities, we're going to focus on what's worked in the past, making car buying quick, easy, and convenient. Well, speaking from experience, Stacy, I couldn't be happier with my recent purchase from Jim Ellis. That's great. Our motto is expect the best. Visit JimEllis.com. All the information you need is just a click away. Doesn't get any easier than that. Find your next vehicle at Jim Ellis Automotive. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. Rick Kranitz is here with us. Thank you for joining us. And we were talking about you uh, yesterday a little bit. You're very demonstrative, but you're demonstrative in a very positive way, getting the best out of these guys. Well, I hope so. You know, I mean, I, I, I think that all the years that I've done this, I've figured out some things that I've done wrong over the years and things that, that I think work. And, and one thing that does work is being positive and giving positive feedback and really letting them know that, what they're doing right more than what they're doing wrong. I think everybody in the ballpark kind of sees what's going on and what they're doing wrong, but my job is to let them know what they're doing right and and, and hopefully get, get them in that direction. I don't, I don't think it, it's, it's not rocket science for me to – really I don't think the, it, it takes a lot, you know. I think, there's, I think it's simple adjustments to, to make things go. Are you a lot like Kevin Seitzer in a sense that I've had a lot of hitters tell me you've come in the good thing is he, he wants to look at me first. We'll have a conversation, but he wants to see me do my work. He wants to see me take swings before they start talking about hitting. Is it the same with a pitcher when somebody comes over? Yeah, there's no question. I don't, I don't know. I, can't, I have n nothing to say to anybody that I haven't seen throw yet. I mean, I'd, I'd be doing him a disservice. You know, I think, we need to, I think we need to see him get out there and compete, you know, and, and see how it all works because it's, it's all it's, it's the same package, right? I mean, it's, it's all we, – we have to have it all. We can't just, you know, look at, a, look at the analytics and say this is what you need to do. We can't just, you know, look at video and say this is what you should do, right? You've got to see it live. You've got to be able to talk to him. You've got to see the emotions into it, you know. And the one thing about the difference between Kevin and me is I'm, I'm thinner than him. <laughs> Shots have Shot been fired. fired. Hold on, let me mark the tape. <laughs> Do that. Rick Kranitz is here with us. So we've been watching live uh, BP all week long. We saw Bryce Elder earlier in the week. In retrospect, was it as simple as him hitting a wall last year, or is it a little bit more complicated than that? Well, I think that uh, as a first-year major league pitcher, I, I think the accomplishment and what he did for sure, I mean, obviously, you know, how well he pitched um, was unbelievable. But for me, when you look at a major league pitcher, successful major league pitchers, the, once you, if you make it through a full year, and I told, I told him this today, that's a huge accomplishment. Because now when you start to go through some of the same issues or whatever it, whatever it is, right, the adjustments, they become a little bit easier for you because you've been through it before. And uh, a lot of these guys are, you know, that they've never been there before and, and pitched, logged this many quality innings in the major leagues. They're going like, wow, man, when's, this, when's, it, gonna, when's it over, right? I mean... 
Sometimes, uh, you know, you feel like you're underwater a little bit. So it's about making adjustments. So I feel like he's just, you know, he had a heck of a year last year for us. What percentage of conversations with pitchers are about technical and what percentage is about mental, is about how do we get you ready for the next one? Can you give me a... Well, a, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't like bogging guys down. I don't like putting too much in their minds. It takes me, you know, when, when, there's a, when there's something that needs to be done technically, it takes me a while, meaning... I have to think about it, right? I don't. I'm my, my, I'm not into talking to pitchers and telling them the wrong thing or telling them something that doesn't work. I, I really have to be all in on it, and make sure it really works. I work quite a bit on the mental side of it and, and making sure they're okay, uh, because in this game, you can be relentless, right? You can do everything right, make all the best pitches, and, and get and get a bad result. So a lot of a lot of my stuff is is through that, you know, dealing with that and, and talking guys uh, through a lot of things. And um, and if there does need to be a minor change in their delivery or whatever, I try to make it as seamless as possible. Don't try to get too technical with them. I mean, you know, these guys are the best at the world at what they do. And and I think that what I've learned over the years is if I make it simple, I think it works. At least it's worked for me. So it's hard to make a headline in spring training, but all of a sudden Spencer Strider throws a curveball. And everybody goes, what? Did you know? Or how does it actually work? When Do you talk to him during the offseason and he says something, hey, I'm working on this? I pretty much leave him alone during the offseason. That's their time. You know, but, uh, yeah, he came into camp and he says, this is, this is what I want to do. And, um, okay, we'll take a look at it and see, right? I mean... Um, we'll see how it works. He's going to, we'll progress with it and see where it's at, whether it's, however we use it, we use it. But, you know, like it's hard to say right now because he hasn't thrown it in a game. And maybe he will, maybe he won't. I don't know. But but the idea of it alone, you know, if you, if you use it as a show, yeah. just hear it once in a while, that's, this thing could become big. <laughs> we'll see. And the games do start tomorrow. You can hear all the games uh, right here on the fan and the fan app. Rick Kranitz is with us, Braves pitching coach. I know that Alex talked about the power arms now in the bullpen. How does that change what you do on a day-to-day basis? Well, I think what, what it, I look at all the guys that we have, uh, the quality that we have, you know, we don't have to just rely on, you know, one or two guys to get it done in the seventh and eighth innings, right? I mean, we can mix and match, which I believe that will end up helping everybody stay healthy. Uh, that is, that's that's big for us. You know, I, I, I remember maybe it was two years ago, I, I, I think we did a study where Minter was the eighth inning guy, and, and he took down all the big right-handed hitters. I mean, it was it was crazy how many how many big right-handed hitters he had to get out, you know, and he shouldn't have to do that on a daily basis, right? We should be able to have other guys that we can, you know, pass the ball to. Um, so I, I, that's what this going to afford us. I think that we're going to be able to match up certain things and, and keep everybody fresh. Do you like the three batter minimum? What What happens when you hear that's coming into play in baseball? I mean, it doesn't bother me because I think that uh, the way I look at it, is we have to get relievers against both sides out. I, I you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's like I'm okay with it. Um, so if if uh, we, but you know, as far as like when we bring somebody in, I think at some you know it takes a little more thought for sure, right? But um, but that's okay. You know, I, I think all of our guys that I that that are on our, our club 
they they all can get the opposite hand out, or, or at least the le- you know some of the left handers we have get the right handers out. And there's only one way for him. And I love this about Snit is like he sits there and and he'll say, well. We're going to give him the opportunity because he's going to be better for it next time, right? There's only one thing you can do with guys, and that's give them an opportunity to succeed when a lot of other teams or they take you out or they don't let the starter touch the seventh inning because he's, he's, he's at 100 um, or whatever. It's the third time through. That's not what his belief is, and, and you know, he's smart about it, so... You know he understands it real well, the psyche of it, and and he does such a marvelous job of of you know getting it done. Hey, it's Buck here today with my good friend and vice president of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group, Stacy Ellis. Stacy, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, Buck. So, how are things at Jim Ellis Automotive these days? Things are good. I mean, of course, we're still adjusting to the loss of my dad, who was running the business, and my grandparents, who founded the company. But we're finding our way. Stacy, I can't imagine that that kind of loss in such a short period of time, let alone the impact on the business. Fortunately, we surrounded ourselves with a great team, so that really helps us a lot. Now, any truth to the rumors about Jim Ellis being sold? (laughs) We have no plans to sell the business. If anything, we're looking to grow. In addition to some new facilities, we're going to focus on what's worked in the past, making car buying quick, easy, and convenient. Well, speaking from experience, Stacy, I couldn't be happier with my recent purchase from Jim Ellis. That's great. Our motto is expect the best. Visit JimEllis.com. All the information you need is just a click away. Doesn't get any easier than that. Find your next vehicle at Jim Ellis Automotive. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. If you were going to guess, how many times have you been in a room where a six-man rotation was talked about? I mean... Six man, four man, you know, forever. It was, you know, 15 years ago, it was like, let's go to a four man, right? And then everybody broke. And then it was like, yeah, six man, it's all good. But it, I think at certain times, yes. I think I think what we have to be is smart and use common sense. So when a guy's, guy's out there and we know that he's had a tough day, um, in the back of my mind, as I'm looking forward, it's like, do we skip a bullpen? Is it time to maybe have somebody slide in or bring somebody up from AAA to give them the extra day? Um, and on the other hand, as we're as we're going through the game and we know we have an off day coming up, and 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 we know the pitcher has the extra day, maybe we let him, you know, go Figure a little bit further yeah. or go a little bit further, knowing he's got an extra day. All that comes into play, right? So when I don't, you know, a lot of people they don't understand it, but there's always 
uh, reason for why things things happen, and generally it's for the health of the player. Rick Kranitz is here with us. I want to go back to something you said a couple of questions ago because it's interesting. We get caught up in why did they use him here? Why didn't they use the other guy? Well, you said it. You're trying to build up confidence in guys, and you're also trying to find out maybe if a guy's he's never been in this situation before, what's he going to do? No question. So, like I, like I said earlier, this game is very hard, right? You can do everything right, get a bad result, and that can go on for a little while. So sometimes, you know, you're, you're, when you when you got a guy that he's going through, he's getting into the fifth inning as a starter, sometimes you just want to get him out with a good feeling because you don't want that to go happen again, right? Get the good feeling because I really believe that one pitch, one good pitch leads to another, right? One good inning leads to another, right? So you have to build on that. Whereas if you just keep him going just to do it, it's just, it seems like it's, it's, it's insane. It's maddening. Real quick on the six-man rotation note, you're changing routine. And sometimes if you have top-end guys who don't want their routine changed, is that also part of the logic? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like a six-man rotation. Okay. I don't like that. I, I think that we – no, I don't. I, because with the off days, you're really getting messed up because there's seven days. You're getting two extra days. Mm-hmm. I think the, the smart thing about having – going into it is knowing your people and knowing when – they need the extra day to add that one other starter um, to base, give them the extra day. Did baseball need a 26-man roster? Was it finally the point? Because it was 25 forever. I thought 26 is a better number. It's always, or at least it seems like it's going to be a pitcher. Was that a good idea by baseball, to expand the roster by one? I think so. Um, but, you know, th- 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 just having 13 pitchers and 13 position players, to me, uh-huh. I think we should be able to decide which who who, who that's going to be. Agreed. Whether it's going to be a pitcher or a hitter, but it's made that's made for us. That's the rules, so we have to stick by it. I don't, you know, I don't agree with it, but because as, as you know, we're we're a really good team. We use you know a lot of guys, right? We win a lot of games, or we have over the last couple of years. So we're relying on our guys. So sometimes that extra pitcher really helps to to give other guys rest. But, you know, that's what they told you. Follow their rule. These are the rules. We must abide by the rules. Finishing up with Rick Kranitz, Braves pitching coach. We saw Charlie out there throwing some live BP. You've been around this game a long time. How does he do it year after year? Wow, yeah, he's such a talented guy, right? He's so talented, and, and his arm is just so resilient as well, right? I think if you look back and some of the freak injuries he's had, not not a lot of really arm stuff, you know, and I had him in uh, – in Philly, a lot of people don't realize that. You know, I had him, we had him for four days until four games until he he blew his hand or he blew his quad out. I think running down the bay or baseline. But you know what? He's 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 ready to go. Right? He knows how to prepare. He knows what he's doing, he, and he doesn't overdo things. He told me at FanFest, he thinks physically in his mind, and he's he's not a hyperbole guy. He thinks he can pitch till he's forty-five. Now he's not saying starting, but he said it. He thinks if he looks ahead five-plus years, he could actually get guys out in the major leagues. Well, if there's anybody that can, it's going to be Charlie, right? I mean, um, he's he had, the, the curveball in which he throws, he, how he throws, that's that's just amazing what he can do there, right, and how he can spin it, right? Just that alone <laughs> can buy him a couple years. All right, last one. Um, when we talk about what's going on, Chris Sale, he says he's healthy. He says he was able to work out like he hadn't since 2018. We think it was a great get. We say slot him in at three, and if I get 30 starts out of this guy, whoa. 
What was the conversation you had with him maybe after you've seen him throw a little bit or to find out personality what he is? Well, I just want to know what his routine is. I mean, we'll we'll get that together between us, you know, and find out what he needs. Um, I'd have to learn him. I'd be crazy if I came in and saying this is what you need to do and this is what I would change. I'd, you know. Um, when you heard you got him, what was your first oh, thought? Oh, no, no. I, like I... I I said, hey, it's like a, I don't know when it was. It was right at the, the end of, after Christmas, but it was like a belated Christmas, great Christmas gift for me, man. Um, anytime that you can add somebody with that pedigree and the toughness, the, you know, the determination, um, how he goes out and just, you know, competes like nobody else, you know, that rubs off on a lot of guys, right? Um I'm, I'm really op- welcoming him with open arms, right? I'm glad he's feeling great, and, I'm, and that's the key, right? He's finally feeling good after after a lot of crazy injuries, you know, that, that just no fault. You know, it's not his fault that he got broke his hand in and, and a freak play. And So I used to tell, I got to the ballpark early, and I saw guys like Scherzer running in the outfield a lot. I saw Verlander doing a lot of work. There are certain guys that present themselves that way, which means to the younger guys, isn't that sort of a, oh, okay, hold on, let me watch this guy. This guy's been doing it. Chris Sale was the best pitcher in baseball for a minute. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he suffers what a lot of people do, the injury. He doesn't want to be known as that guy. The last five years to him, I think he wants to do over. Yeah, and I mean, he's he's pretty motivated for sure, right? And a lot of those great ones you talk about, they do the right thing. You know, they don't have to be seen doing stuff, right? They're just going to go out and do it because they have that kind of discipline, right? And a lot of guys will... We'll take shortcuts. They don't. I remember when Doc Holliday, you know, back in the day, right, when I was, when I would be, I don't even know what team I was in, but I was watching him. I got the ball, you know, be at the ballpark at 11 o'clock, you know, just out in the bullpen looking at my stuff, and there he comes, right? And nobody else is around, right, but him. You know, Trevor Hoffman, same way. You know, and then you start, you, then you start looking at their career, or you start talking to people that have known them. And not you. You can put all the pieces together, right? On why they 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 were who they were and why they were so great. There's not, a reason. Yeah, not a coincidence. Rick Cran, it's always a pleasure having you come by. Um, enjoy the uh, spring and uh, the action. I know you want to get out and kind of evaluate some of these younger guys when the game starts tomorrow. So thanks for coming by, and we'll see you when you come up north. Absolutely, thanks, guys. Rick Cran, it's Pritchin, coach of the Braves, with us. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune in to 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. Hey, it's Buck here today with my good friend and vice president of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group, Stacy Ellis. Stacy, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, Buck. So how are things at Jim Ellis Automotive these days? Things are good. I mean, of course, we're still adjusting to the loss of my dad, who was running the business, and my grandparents, who founded the company, but we're finding our way. Stacy, I can't imagine that, that kind of loss in such a short period of time, let alone the impact on the business. Fortunately, we surrounded ourselves with a great team, so that really helps us a lot. Now, any truth to the rumors about Jim Ellis being sold? (laughs) We have no plans to sell the business. If anything, we're looking to grow. In addition to some new facilities, we're going to focus on what's worked in the past, making car buying quick, easy, and convenient. Well, speaking from experience, Stacy, I couldn't be happier with my recent purchase from Jim Ellis. That's great. Our motto is expect the best. Visit JimEllis.com. All the information you need is just a click away. Doesn't get any easier than that. Find your next vehicle at Jim Ellis Automotive. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? 
build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. 